Welcome to Be Bitwise, only podcast where we eat our breakfast cereal milk first. This is Alondo. Hello, this is Beaven. And I'm Janae And this is episode 13, and this is the part where I usually ask the team how they're doing, but instead I'm going to recount the snafu that has been this episode, all right? Because I like to give all the insider information. So, um... Uh, I do all the post-recording and technical work for this uh, this podcast that will deliver the episodes that you lovely people on the internet get to listen to. Yes, yeah. Thank you. Well, when I went to He's go... so good at it. Thank too. you, guys. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. When I went to go to put the uh, finishing touches on this week's episode, I was met with a notice uh, from my sound mixing app that said one or more files changed in length. It sounds innocuous enough. Right. Well, all the audio was corrupted. No bueno. Um, so yeah so i have asked my co-host if we could re-record this and and bring this information to the people so um again i appreciate you guys you know coming back to do this a second time oh second time so yes i don't know anything for be better a second time it's a movie something and i it's gonna come no no it does stop stop it is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Thank you, oh, sir. Yes. I shall taunt you a second, second time. time. Nerd. Right. That's right. Hey, we're okay with that. Finally. There's, there's yeah. a great thing to uh, to be nerd about. It's Monty Python and the Holy Monty Grail. Monty Python and the Holy yeah. Grail. So, yeah. So, so it's 10.22 p.m. on a Thursday if you folks are listening to this podcast. And actually, it's been pretty lively. So I'm anticipating. Oh, we had so much fun tonight. Yes. Lively yes, podcast yes. today. For like an hour. We're like, wait, is it time to film or what? I know. Yes. Exactly. Let's do it. It may be interesting outtakes depending on how we. Uh... No. <laughs> okay. <we're> not. Okay. <laughs> Jen spilled all the beans. We. She actually dropped her social security number and everything no. on the recording. It was <laughs> insane. No. Yep. So now Alondo has access to both of our accounts. Exactly. It's what I've always pined for. So now I've got two government cheese sheds. Two government I'm cheese sheds. Excited about this. Jen and I can steal from Excited about this. Now I just got two crows. I know. I got two crows beaks. I right, so check her credit. Make sure everything's all right. <laughs> it's all good. All right. So that being said, I'm going to go ahead and jump into our first segment. What it happened was. Everybody talking about what they. All right, so uh, there was a uh, little promotion that happened middle of July. Um, little minor league baseball team called the Montgomery Biscuits. If there's never um, a name you want to name your team, is the Montgomery Biscuits. It doesn't sound like a guy that's going to run around the, the the field quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montgomery Biscuits sounds like some guys who are like. <laughs> it sounds like nine I'm guys. A lethargic over yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like nine guys on the field who actually have sleep apnea at the same time or something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> they had a promotion, um, promising, and I quote, selfie stations, participation ribbons, and napping areas for their upcoming Millennial Night. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. Napping, napping and millennial go together, yeah. y'all. Um, I think life and napping go together. I mean, heck, I know a lot of people who are 50, 50 who nap. And they'd nap. be like, uh, you know what's they amazing? They time for that. Napping. Yes, they do. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. got time for naps. Yeah, everyone's got time for naps. Mm-mm. Now, I'm in the anti-nap crew. I don't even nap. Oh, but man. I'm actually sick today. What? Wait. Hold on. No. Now, I'm sick. 
So I had to nap today, and you know what? That nap was righteous. Uh huh. Okay, well I'm that's really... different. I never take what? a nap. Maybe twice a year. I've got a two-year-old, so I I have. Well, that's to nap. different. Though. Okay, I did when I had a two-year-old. Now we gotcha. all know Jen My don't nap. My two-year-old is twenty-two-year-old. Mm. See, she don't nap because she's always worried about somebody using her thumbprint on her phone. <laughs> If you don't remember what that reference is yep. to, go back to our previous episode. But she was all talking about something. You go to a party and someone puts exactly. You and I'm like, no, Jen, I'm what kind of party kind of do you parties go are you to? going to? I don't Jen remember be, that. Jen Abler be partying. Jen's bringing it. No, 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 but that's a real thing in the in this society. Yeah. So that's in, okay. <laughs> Trying to reel it back in. I know. Good job, even. So what? So they pretty much are assuming millennials nap, take selfies, and want those participation awards. And well, take each other's thumbprint to get into their phone. Apparently. I, that's on that gen level right there. But <laughs> one of the managers behind the promotion said they always meant it to be sarcastic, self-deprecating riff on the lazy ways millennials are often portrayed. Oh, yeah. Now, supposedly, a lot of the people who are on the staff there are millennials themselves. And most of the baseball team supposedly are millennials. Okay. So, so how did they take it? Uh, not too good. I mean, they, I, if I have they not... absorbed it, like they don't always absorb the whole like intensity of what mm-hmm. we say. I think that they probably took it as a tongue in cheek thing. Okay. However, the uh, internet's didn't really like it that mm. much. Obviously. Yeah. Um, I hear there's a lot of millennials on the internet. I don't know if you knew that. Really? A lot really? of millennials on the internet. What? The they interwebs. Roll. It's the interwebs, right? Interconnected tubes. Interwebs. Inter- yes. Interconnected tubes of webs. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, so they, they yeah, didn't go off that great with everyone else. Uh, and so, so the manager of the uh, social media campaign said, we thought this would be fun, but something got lost in the sarcasm, possibly. Do you think? <laughs> you think so? You think? Maybe. I mean, we try to denigrate an entire, like, you know, generation. And by the way, it is not anything new to go back to the previous generation and say, they're lazy bums and right. they don't do blah, blah, blah. That's been going on forever. for forever. They said the same thing about our generation, Generation mm-hmm. X. Gen X, they've said so that about. Generation Slacker. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh-huh. So. And, and the baby Gen boomers. X. The baby boomers had the same thing said about them by the previous generation, which mm-hmm. I guess is Generation Stone Age. I don't know yeah. what they were called. So <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, there was a whole bunch of people on Twitter. I was going to read some of these responses. Some people were like, this is brilliant. A million light participation band, selfie sticks, and a mid-game nap. I love it. Kudos to you guys. Um, and then other people were like, uh, this is kind of dumb. Um, yeah. You know, what is this about? Um, everyone mad about this, but, I mean, this one a different person. They're like, everyone's mad about this, but I read this as hilariously satirical of the anti-millennial mm-hmm. zeitgeist. And I'm like, okay, well, wow. that's All right. interesting. Um, but yeah, there's some people out there who just mad about it. Um, the thing I don't know, and I have to go back and look up, is to see whether or not it was actually effective. Did they mm-hmm. actually bring in millennials? Millennials. To I the mean, game. if I came in that night, I'm questioning: Did they actually have avocado toast for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> I That's mean, a you know, big bulletproof deal for coffee. Uh, wait, bulletproof? Bulletproof coffee too? Bulletproof coffee? Where's Bulletproof coffee? What? Wait a minute. You haven't heard of that? Oh, I don't drink coffee, dude. Oh, shoot. That's right. Oh, my God. You cannot say that when we are crow beak. 
Oh no, yeah. I own Crow Beak, so he, I'm okay with that. Crow is Beak. ironic. He owns Crow Beak. Oh no, I don't drink coffee, it, but, but he doesn't, doesn't drink it. it. Oh no, no, it's like it's like uh, being a, 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 a an opioid dealer. Uh, I don't actually sample the product. <laughs> Just you no. Got to though. No, if you're I gonna speak to it. You wow, gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta sample the product. You gotta live it. No, it's all revenues. Nope, all revenues. No taste, all revenue. You were you were saying? Yeah, so you don't sample the product. No, I don't sample the product. No, Keep going. So bulletproof coffee basically is, I guess it's a new kind of thing. You have a, a cup of coffee, black, and you add... It's crowish. And you add <laughs> butter to it. And a crow. And it makes it, for some reason... I've heard about putting adds, butter in yeah, coffee. Yeah, it gives you energy. I don't know. I don't know the full diesel. I hear a lot it, of people just, do that just because they say it like adds a, a level of like... Um, um, richness to the coffee yes but i've never tried it and it just sounds yeah. bizarre to me but it's something new that that i guess this i hear cockroach milk is just as effective i don't know about y'all but cockroach I mean, milk, is, uh, milk yeah. is next yeah, level i know uh, i hear after you drink um coffee with cockroach milk in it you can levitate <laughs> oh lord yeah that's scary it's on that next level so like, what would you call that if it's not bulletproof coffee with butter and coffee but cockroach milk and coffee what do you call that? Ambrosia. Ambrosia. High That's what it's called. <laughs> Am- Ambrosia. They call it nectar of the gods. Nectar That's what they call that. <laughs> Unfortunately, the thunder has left us. Oh uh, well, no, it didn't because I just came up with that ambrosia situation. Yeah, the but thunder's that right felt here. Great, like, Shh, oh it. yes, it would be nicer. I would be like ambrosia. Boom! <laughs> it was like a thunder crack right then and there. That would have Most been definitely. beautiful. Yes, beautiful. it would have been beautiful. Yeah, I'm going to add like a sound effect and the whole deal <laughs> afterwards. I'll be like, oh, that, that was natural. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> That's that Newport News lightning and thunder. Bam! Right there. Right on right on cue. Anyway. But the biggest question about that whole story that you brought up is, yeah. why biscuits for a mascot? Oh, they're from... Um, Somewhere in the south. I forgot where. You said where? Minnesota or something. No, 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 no. Montgomery. Montgomery, Alabama. Montgomery, okay. Alabama. Y'all, biscuits are from the south. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can get that yeah. now. That's yeah. about All as right. south as it goes. But I don't think I would have made it. I mean, biscuits, though, I just, again. I it mean, doesn't sound intimidating. It's like Lent biscuit. No. Oh, come on. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that does not sound like a team that intimidates, does it? <laughs> yeah. You're just like, coming on your, coming onto to the field. Up on you. Hey, coming onto the yeah. field now, you're a Montgomery Limp Biscuit! <laughs> and you about oh, to no. play the Thunder! I know, exactly. Lord. That new produced Thunder. New produced Thunder. Uh huh. And bringing that crow beacon, cockroach <laughs> milk, that Newport News Thunder! <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> the poor little kid on Limp Biscuits going, Oh, mom, take me home. Oh, God. Yeah. So, anyway, that was your uh, What It Happened Was for the week. Come and try my Dixie Biscuit. Dixie Biscuit. Oh, you can lose, so why not risk it? Oh, yeah. Come and try my Dixie Biscuit. Okay, Bits and Bites, it's time for our weekly trivia challenge, which I know. Oh, we just are. The Janabler and Demon are just. Janabler. They are like super, Clink. super hyped. Yep. They are super hyped about this. They've wrecked 
wrecked the last trivia challenge I did. So uh, no, we they're didn't. excited. It's they're excited about wrecked. this one. Oh my goodness, they they just rickety wrecked it. And I was like, oh okay, you know, let me go ahead and step it up a bit. So I'm we're getting ready. We're going back to our uh, our uh, our game, our trivia game here. Uh, geek challenge. What geek battle? Geek battle. Geek battle. That's Gotta get it right, called. man. If I you want to get the cash from these, I dudes. don't want to battle Beaven now. Oh, okay. Well, you're battling. Nice. You're battling me. Oh, thanks. You're battling me. All right. Okay, does I'll that does that you. help? You battle me. <laughs> All right. So we we have some Greco-Roman wrestling nonsense we're about to get into right now. <laughs> so we're gonna clear the room out real quick and put on oil, and we're gonna just Greco-Roman just go at it. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> yeah, Let's I was kind of hoping. Did. I was kind of hoping we could avoid that. I really don't want to go there. Oh my goodness! We can avoid the Greco-Roman thing. Oh I, my that, that lord! Would, that would be my preference. This is a PG-rated show, man. Come on. Yeah, let's let's just way. say it's PG-13. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna go back to. Uh, uh, well, I was gonna give you guys the option, but I'm going to just choose for you. Oh, I was gonna do the, the list. You know, we have to list like so many things in like a certain subject, or you have to answer like four trivia questions. So. I'm going to go ahead and just choose for you guys and say we're going to do the four trivia questions. Oh, of course. He's right. choosing. I'm choosing for you. Wow. All right. Highlander. You guys heard of that? Yeah. Okay. I hear one. Yep. And Jen's like looking at me Jen's like, like uh... she's like, I'm still smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Which means she's like, oh, what the hell is this? I All right. Know. Highlander tells the story of which immortal swordsman. Oh, come on. A. Beaven News is so unfair. Ewan McIntyre. B. Angus McManus. C. Connor McLeod. D. Roald Dahl. Jen? I don't know. Give you first crack. I don't know. Honestly, I don't. You got know. you got a twenty five percent chance right here. B. And you know you know one of them is not it, right? Yes. Because no, I don't. So you don't know who you uh, and McIntyre is, right? Mm mm. Okay. I don't even know who you and McIntyre is. See, Angus McManus. Have you ever heard that name before? Yes. Okay. I have. Have you heard of the name Connor McLeod? Can't guarantee that. Have you heard the name Rolled Doll before? Yes, I have. Now, what do you know that name from? Do Children's you... literature. So chances are not a swordsman, right? <laughs> there you <laughs> chances go. Chances are. See, so you can eliminate. So you've got yeah. yeah now you're down so... to three options. Three options. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we've eliminated D. Mm-hmm. All right. So now you got the three left. You got Ewan McIntyre, Angus McManus. And Connor McLeod. I was saying B. So you're saying B. All right. Beaven, what do you say? All right. I know the answer. What do you say, Beaven? Uh, it's Connor McLeod. Uh, so Beaven says Connor McLeod, and he's correct. It is actually Connor McLeod. But uh, yeah. But like I say, I was just trying to help you process of elimination. It's okay. It's okay. Get rid of old doll. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Who was actually a spy in uh, World War II. What? Yep. Wow. He was a spy. Um, yeah. He's, better at writing. Yeah, he was a spy oh and used goodness, to uh, sleep genius. with the uh, wives of officers what? to get information. Yeah, wow. this guy. He, yeah. like, saw all the kids, too, and he's like, oh, you're crazy. You're interesting. I'm going to write about you in a children's book. Have you read his books before? Yes, his books are interesting. They're a lot lot deeper than what you see on the movies, as I'm going to say. 
<laughs> you know, the, the, He's really the good. The movie makes mm-hmm. really impressive dude. <laughs> he has a very interesting. Interesting. Check out check up on his life. His okay. his his life okay. is uh, illustrious. So just put it like that. Nice. All right. Question two. What electronic arts car racing video game franchise boasts more than seventeen releases? So think about a series of games mm-hmm. released by Electronic Arts that might have been around long enough that they have 17 different games out there. And it's really popular. And I think there was a movie made about their franchise at one point in time. It was terrible. I mean, I'm thinking about Atari. Atari has all kind of games. This is definitely after Atari. This is like going to be like Nintendo and PlayStation and Mario. Well, Mario is a different type of game setup. So we're talking about car racing games. Any ideas, Beaven? You're you're looking quizzical too. So uh, I I honestly don't. I'm taking a guess. All right, what's your guess? Is it Need for Speed? It is Need for Speed. Are you? That, yeah. What? Really? And there was a there was a movie that was made and it was I terrible. I remember. Yep. That was my that from, was my personal hint that I added. That's how I got it. When you said if you would have not said that, I would have been like, I have no clue. The only video game movie I know about racing is Need for Speed. And that had Aaron Paul, who's actually a good actor from Breaking Bad, yeah, yeah. in it. Yeah. But yeah, I had no interest in watching that movie. Uh, I played a couple of those games, but I I do some trivia. With some people, and uh, that actually came up as a question one time. I didn't realize that was yep. 17. Wow. Yay. Yeah, 17 of those Thanks. things. <laughs> All right. The next one. What does the 64 and Commodore 64 mean? Now, do we know what a Commodore 64 is? Mm-hmm. Computer system? My 80s? very first computer. I guess. Yep. <laughs> Jim's like, I-, I programmed one. Sure. <laughs> Duh. All right. Um, so, A, is it the version number? B, kilobytes of memory, C, number of games available, or D, number of minutes it takes to boot up. B. I'm sorry. I could have ruined that last one. I couldn't keep a straight face. Because you're laughing. <laughs> hey, do you want to play your Commodore 64? Wait an hour and it's, four minutes. Yeah, oh that is no joke. All right. So, yep. so, Jen, you said B. Yeah. Kilobytes of memory. Beaven, you I say said the same thing. B, you sure it's not the number of games available? Mm. It is the kilobytes of memory available on that device. Well, yeah, <laughs> nice. Jen, nerd. Well done. I'm getting nerd. there. I'm getting I know. There. Now we can say nerd about her. Nerd. She got there. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, last question here. Taurine, T-A-U-R-I-N-E, an ingredient in Red Bull, mm-hmm. was first derived from what fluid? A wow, these are oh gosh, this is <laughs> this is some interesting fluids. A goat <laughs> semen. Oh god. Uh, B, B cockroach milk. Cockroach milk. Ox bile. Oh gosh. Oh. C horse blood. D cow saliva. Now I'm gonna tell you guys this little hint. Um. And only because, you know, I, I got married in Thailand last year. The original formula for that, the guy that made that, mm-hmm. 
Thailand. Thailand? And then he, he's like like one of the most wealthy men in Thailand because of it. So so if that helps you at all, think about the type of animals uh, that might live in Thailand. Jen, can you want to take a stab at it? read those again? All right. So I can take a guess. The first one's going to be goat semen. Mm-hmm. Second one is ox bile. Third is horse blood. And D is cow saliva. A. You say A, goat mm-hmm. semen. Yeah. A lot of that in Thailand. And Beaven, you're going same thing? I uh, no 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 no. I'm sure? gonna go with ox bile. Ox bile. Okay. It's actually goat semen. No, it's actually it's, uh, it's, it's ox bile. <laughs> if you oh think of the gosh. name Taurine, it's kind of like the oh, yeah. zodiac sign. The word comes Taurus. from the Latin word Taurus oh, or bull. Go. However, all Taurine used in Red Bull is synthetically produced. What? There's no real ox bile in it? And That's then they it. say here, corny joke at the end, no bull. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah. Mm. There you go. So there you go. There that's that's the deal. That's the deal. So that was that was uh, your Do You Even Geek segment for the week. I know you guys always get super excited about that. You guys did great. You guys did Thanks. great, though. Thank you. Thank that you guys for participating. Cool trivia to learn. Do we have a choice? What? To, to, to not play that? <laughs> to not play. Sure, you have a choice to not play. We can just sit here and twiddle our thumbs for 10 minutes. See how much of the twiddle <laughs> sound actually comes through the microphone. Just be like, you know, just... Can you can you guys hear that twiddle thumb? No, no, it doesn't come through. <laughs> doesn't go through the mic. So no, because you gotta play. Go. You gotta play. You gotta Sorry. Play, you gotta play. Either you can either we can play that or you can tell more interesting personal stories. Oh, we can include those. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I no. guess you'll be playing then. <laughs> oh, my All right. So uh, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and just uh, transition over and say it's time for us to get into the meat and potatoes of uh, this week's topic. Uh, for this area you know, of our segment called Say What? And uh, this uh, week's topic is uh, security. We're going to talk all about, uh, we'll actually give you a crash course and uh, how to be vigilant with your technology and information. talk about today is the cyber threats that you need to worry about in this day and age there's so many that are going on at one point mm-hmm. but the most important ones are things that I'm going to cover right now so data breaches are one of the most important ones that happened recently and I don't know if you folks were affected by this last year but I was Equifax got hacked oh that's mm-hmm. right and yeah. they managed to steal a lot of people's social security number and personal information and I was the one of those people that got informed by Equifax saying you got hacked. I don't know precisely what was stolen from my information but it kind of concerns me and that's something that even going forward you still need to kind of worry about. Luckily for me I checked all my accounts as soon as that happened I haven't seen any drastic changes to it but I can't imagine other people that have gotten their accounts stolen and maybe their identity stolen from this hack and it was i can't remember if if you folks remember this too how many people were actually 
there was in the millions. I would oh, say. Oh, definitely millions. millions. Oh, yeah. 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 For, for the Equifax uh, breach, yeah, it's it was like definitely twenty millions. or thirty percent of the U.S. population, wasn't it? It was a lot. That's all I remember. Crazy. I don't remember the exact number, but it was it was astronomical numbers, though. Yeah. So yeah, that one is one thing to be a big concern about going forward when you start worrying about internet security. Another one is ransomware. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you are familiar with this for the folks that are listening. Ransomware basically is you have a type of malware attack on a certain computer and you need to pay that person money to release that mm-hmm. information. Yep. And there's actually folks that have been in, there's hospitals that have been uh, hijacked this way. There are uh, transportation systems that have been hijacked. Uh, this story that I've read here, I think the Ukraine electricity or the electrical grid was hijacked and uh, asked ransomware about and that kind of that's shit. crazy uh, oh well now and dovetailing on that and i was gonna look it up real quick but atlanta the city of atlanta oh was actually compromised with ransomware um, that's right and i'm trying and it was not that long ago no and they spent 2.6 million dollars um now the people only wanted fifty two thousand dollars really? from them but they spent $2.6 million to upgrade everything and to fix all of that um, so that way they couldn't be affected again. Um, because the thing is, though, with ransomware, if they paid $52,000, the people who initially got, you know, owns that ransomware, mm-hmm. they could attack them again. Exactly. Right? And they were like, well, that yeah. doesn't help anything. And that was around, uh, it looks like April, uh, between March and April. Okay. Yeah, end of March and into the beginning of April. But yeah. even if you pay that ransomware, there's no guarantee that they're going to actually give yeah. you that information, too. Yeah, there's, there's which no Which is kind of scary. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So another one is the weaponization of AI. And what this basically entails is you get an, an email, and this actually happened at my company. So we received, a, a various amount of people from my company received either emails or texts from supposedly the CEO of the company saying, hey, mm-hmm. this is John, click on this link. Mm-hmm. Go visit this, and I got some important information to tell you. You know, most people, when they see that kind of stuff, it's like, I don't think John would would really send us that email. But there's a couple of people that did, and, you know, that could pose a, a serious threat to what we're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, let me go here. You get frustrated because you're like, how could you <clears throat> think that's real or authentic? But it's the thing. This was an interesting test that our IT people did after that instance happened. They actually sent a test email out to folks kind of saying, hey, this is some important document information that you need to check out. Please click here. And a number of people actually did do so. And surprisingly, some of the senior leadership did that. And it's like, wow, our senior leadership doesn't even check their own kind of sources and or go behind themselves and check to see mm-hmm. hey you can easily go on a, to a phone line and say hey joe did you send this email no okay then i'm gonna delete it but no they just automatically said oh this is from john it's we can trust him click on this so what's it, the best way to prevent that basically it's one it's just basic knowledge of hey you see something suspicious mm-hmm. don't just automatically say oh i'm gonna need yeah. to click on this and say yeah and the other is just using some common sense. Uh-huh. Right. Right. <laughs> Who sends a if link like that? If it weird, like, oh, my God, John sent that. He's <laughs> not going to send that. Exactly. He doesn't normally send that. But then the funny thing was IT did a, another test 
two, three months down the line. Same thing, saying, hey, John sent you this email, check it out. It's the same people click that same link. No. <laughs> like, really? I'm sorry, I'm laughing at that. But twice. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, this is. You did not learn they did it from again. this first problem. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, that those kind of stuff. that are not coachable. No, no. Mm-hmm. And those are in people that are sometimes in high positions too. It's like, oh my oh. God, what yeah. is going on? You'd be surprised. Yeah. So going forward, another thing is cyber cyber physical attacks. Oh. And this is one basically where it says, well, this actually happened to another company that we do business with, Maersk. And this happened, well, let me check this real quick. This happened last year mm-hmm. in June where malware invaded their systems shut down their entire computer network for three days. And in that span, they lost $300 million. Security. 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 Mm. Yeah. This dude needs to go. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know how it happened, and they're not releasing why it happened, but it's just a matter of, Hey, look, you got to be careful with some of this stuff because it can take down transportation lines. It can oh take down electrical goodness. grids if yeah. you're not careful. And the fact that $300 million bucks from one of the agencies that we do business with, mm-hmm. you know, it shut down the Port of L.A. for three days because yeah. they couldn't move container boxes. A ship was on the terminal, had to stay there until this issue was resolved. Jeez. Their job is to move. 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 Mm-hmm. Containers, freight, move whatever. Freight. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. you're like, and if you're not moving, we're not making. Exactly. Right. And there's wow. the issue. Yeah. Then, but the big thing, especially now coming up in November, is hacking of elections. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even with the proof that Russian hackers were affecting the 2016 election, there's still stuff going on nowadays in current events. And there's still potentially stuff that's going to happen in this next election that yeah. potentially could affect the and, outcome. And we can't put our head in the sand and just assume that, like, oh, well, that's not real and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. No, that's real. Yeah. And if we're not vigilant about it, I mean, it, it could be catastrophic and devastating. And there's nothing yeah. worse than having a, a whole electorate feeling like they have no confidence in their electoral process. Well, it exactly. compromises the whole idea of democracy. Absolutely. Yep. And that's what our nation is founded on. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we have to have faith and trust that it's not happening, but it is happening. It is happening. It is happening. That's the reason why it's really dangerous to say, oh, well, you know, there was no issues. There's no compromise. There was no tampering. The the head in yeah. the sand thing does not work. No. Um, it does not. It never it, works with anything. No, it yeah. never works with anything. Like, you're absolutely right. And what's really crazy is that people don't understand that, you know, people have these ideas like back in the day about what World War Three would look like, and they thought it was gonna be like warfare. It was caught, you know, mm-hmm. it was uh, you know, on land and like boats going up against each other and people shooting mm-hmm. missiles and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> World War Three. Probably will happen over the internet. Yes. Yeah. And it will. It's going to be cyber. It's going to be cyber. It's going to be taking down like electrical grids and things like Mm -hmm. that. Um, Messing with people's voting records. Compromising. Yeah. You know, all all the electoral processes. That's Mm -hmm. where World War Three. That's the battlefield that's going to happen on the cyber level. And it's not as, you know, in your face as like, you know, people shooting missiles at you and stuff. But yet it still is as catastrophic because you can cripple a town. You can cripple like, 
you know, vital services, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. And in this case, a democracy. And in this case, yeah. in this case yeah. a democracy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So people are starting to institute rules against hacking and notifying people in a timely manner. You know, in, in Europe this year, they said on May 25th, the General Data Protection Regulation Act will come into effect. Well, what has come into effect. Basically, this says it requires companies to report if any of their information has been hacked within 72 hours of the incident to people that have Good. been affected. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they can face stiff penalties. Like uh, this one gives an example of failure to lead to comply that could lead up to fines of up to 20 million euros or 4% of the company's global revenues, whichever is greater. Jeez. So. Yeah. yeah. So if you're Google, 4% of your global revenues, that's a lot, a lot of, of cheddar. money, man. A lot of cheddar. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> man. But that's about it for me, so. Gotcha. Well, thanks for Watch that. Watch out. Yeah. That's uh, great information, Keep though. your security intact. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if I get, I don't think I got compromised in Equifax. Did you get compromised, Jen? Jen? No. No? Mm-mm. It's weird um, how it hit certain people. I would have thought if they got the database, they got the database. They got everybody. Right. Um, I did get the Target letter. Did you? You got yeah. the Target, the target, target compromise? Yeah. yeah. But that came twice, like the original, and it came again. So you had a Target card, I guess? Or yep. you had? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's right. At the time, you actually, you didn't have to have a Target card. You just had to it have shop like, there. It was like attached yep. to In a certain period card. of time. Yeah. Yeah, I got that letter twice. Crazy. scary. Yeah. Because it's like not just a target card; it's your debit card. Right, any card that was used right. in that time period that was used on that point of sale system mm-hmm. was compromised. So yeah. that is awful. It is. It is it's scary. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. So um, I'm just gonna give a broad overview about cybersecurity in general and how you guys can be vigilant. Um, and I, I'm gonna kind of talk about it in terms that hopefully relate it to other things that you're probably more aware about security wise um so we can kind of relate it to how it works with uh you know when you're on the uh, on your computer on the internet um so think about um uh, when you think about cybersecurity, you need to protect yourself in three different ways you need to protect your identity which mm-hmm. is who you are you protect your information which is you know what you have mm-hmm. right and then you protect your devices which is all the things that can dole out all the information that you have right um protecting your identity is incredibly important so that no one can impersonate you um identity theft is big big mm-hmm. business right now oh yeah i mean literally if i was to compromise 10 people the amount of money i could make off of compromising 10 people would be enough to probably sustain me the rest of my life because i mean i could build enough credit yeah and do enough with that mm-hmm. and live comfortably the rest of my life and not have to work Ten people. That's, that's all it takes. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so before the rise of technology, all you needed to confirm that you know you were you was your name, birth date, and social security number, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now you use things like security, um, security questions, usernames, and emails, right? Um, so just kind of, I'm gonna kind of create some relationships between what you know currently, what you use currently, and um, how it relates to cybersecurity. Your email address or cell phone number is synonymous with your name, right? Right. Chances are people know you in its public information, right? Mm-hmm. I know your name's Jennifer. If I walked and ran into you in the street, Jennifer, I know you're Jennifer. Beaven, I know you're Beaven, right? right? Well, same thing with your cell phone number, um, your um, um, your um, email address. Um, it's just basic information. Anybody can find that information about you, right? Now, your username is a little bit more um, obscure, right? 
most people right. don't know your username. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. I, I don't know that you use the username Jen loves AOL at you know AOL.com. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, but you think about usernames kind of like birth dates. People around you know your birth date. You know, in your little inner circle of people, but right. not mm-hmm. just like the general populace doesn't know that you're born on such and such day. You're born on such and such day, be even. Sure. So, um, you want to be a little bit more careful about that. And your password or data that can be used to recover your passwords, like your SSN, should never be divulged because that's really, really, you know, uh, uh, private information, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm telling you those three things because you need to protect those things in that order, mm-hmm. right? Your email address, you don't have to protect too much. You want people to email you, right? right? Mm-hmm. Your usernames, yeah, you need to protect a little bit more, sure. right? Your password, you need to protect with like... <laughs> Every, every part time. of your being, being. right yes. life. you know the same way that like if your social security number shows up on a piece of paper what do you do with that you just throw it away no you shred, shred it that and then you like then you have burn. a dog pee on it and then yeah. you burn it right <laughs> <laughs> so that's the way you need to think about security mm-hmm. is like you know when it comes to your passwords have it extremely protected and make sure it's not written on a sticky note put somewhere that someone can get to it right um and then think about how damaging it could be if somebody gets your information right if they can get your info and then imitate you it is incredibly hard to reverse that mm-hmm. it's nearly impossible to reverse that when i got beeman's information and built my government cheese shed no, I'm just <laughs> but if i was to do that it would take it would take you years beeman mm-hmm. to undo that and odds are you still would never be out under the right. stigma that goes with that because if I went out and ran up a whole bunch of credit and did all this stuff to you, you're never going to get around that. Right. You're done, right? Um, and that's what happens. And then on top of that, most of the people who do this, they ain't from the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in yeah. places like, you know, the Ukraine, Ukraine. It, it, Russia. Um, it's their job. It's their yeah, job. Right. And, and their the job thing is, all, is to compromise our security. And they're out of our country, which means yeah. they're out of our typical jurisdiction. jurisdiction. Right. You, so you can't just be like, hey, you know, if you could just bring Sergey over here, we'd <laughs> appreciate that. Yeah, if you just, you know, just put Sergey on a plane, just bring him over on, um, I don't know, Virgin Airlines. <laughs> yeah, 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 that, that'd be great. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Um, so, um, protecting your information is extremely important because of that, right? Um, and then, um, you would be hesitant to give out your information about, like, for example, your address, right? Or Mm -hmm. your hours of work, right? Because then someone could actually figure out how to get into your house and know when you're there to like come in and break your, break into your, you know, your stuff, and that's the same way it should be about sensitive information that you have that you put on the internet, mm-hmm. right? I would not tell somebody that I live at 123 Main Street and I'm not at home and blah, 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 blah hours because right. you might break in. That's the same way you should not tell people your family members' first, middle, and maiden names. You should not tell people the schools you've attended. I'm talking elementary schools even. And I've seen this on the internet. Yep. I had a friend of mine, went on Facebook, and she was talking about, hey, here's the uh, picture of me with my friends from my elementary school. And I told her, I was like, don't put your elementary school name mm-hmm. on Facebook because now someone knows that information. And if you've used that at some point in time to be able to recover your right. password mm-hmm. now right. everyone knows it exactly yeah. and they obviously know your name is right there on your facebook page mm-hmm. they could probably kind of maybe figure out your your birth date 
and they can get into that information. Also, don't put up information like old addresses or phone numbers, make and models of your first car. You know how right. some people like put up pictures of like, this is me in a picture of my first car. What's one of the security questions that you can use to recover your password? <laughs> your first car. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't tell people where you were born. I mean, you know, like what city you were born in, for example. Don't just put that on Facebook or yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't overshare on social media social media any information that you don't uh, want. Uh, if, if you have somebody that you don't personally trust, like let's say you have a friend on Facebook and you're like, I know this guy barely. Don't put any information that you wouldn't want that person to to know exactly if you have 500 friends and you got one creepy friend (laughs) then essentially only put information on facebook that you're okay with the creepy friend knowing knowing about right now i know you're like oh my 30 best friends on facebook that's great remember creepy pasta over here in the corner though he (laughs) he he, he's like chomping a bit he's like I cannot wait until he put up the first picture of his first car. And I don't no, don't put no. it up there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing you need to make sure you protect is your devices, right? Um, and I kind of do use this analogy of saying that technology devices are like your entire ring of keys, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would not just go out and just go give my ring of keys to just anybody or leave my key chain just sitting on a uh, bar in the middle of a Panera and just walk away and just hope that you know they'll be all right right it's the same with your with your devices you need to make sure that they're always locked down mm-hmm. always you know kept within your view um, and make sure that they're not compromised in any way shape or form um, and then uh, I'm gonna use this analogy as well uh, if I had a jewelry store it would be probably easier for me to break into that jewelry store using the laundromat next door mm. than mm-hmm. coming into the front door of that jewelry store. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, yes. Totally. Right? Yeah. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. chances are they're looking, they're going to have, like, securities and cameras mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Security. Uh, security. <laughs> security. But the laundromat that's attached to the next door, they're not, yeah. like, worried about them. Like, oh, it's no. another business. But if it was me, what I would do is break into the laundromat, right? right? Because it's weak security at the laundromat. Because this Mm -hmm. is a laundromat. And then break into the jewelry store that way. And that happens a lot with your technology devices. I... If I can compromise someone's weak Wi-Fi at their company and Mm -hmm. then you come in and you use their Wi-Fi, now I broke into your device by compromising that Wi-Fi network at that location. Wow, yeah. Um, And so that's one of the things I also want to make sure I put out to you guys is, you know, when you're out here getting on people's Wi-Fi networks, I know it's convenient to say, hey, my cell phone service is weak here and I need to get on your Wi-Fi. I get that. But be diligent because if they have weak security on that network, mm-hmm. you might be opening yourself up for all kinds of of, of compromising um, software to get onto your devices. Absolutely. Um, so my other little notes to you guys, um, just to protect yourself, is don't download anything from a site that isn't trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Right. If it's free, there's a catch, mm-hmm. right? If somebody says, hey, I got free, like, you know, music software or free, like, backgrounds for your computer, don't trust it. Don't do it. Don't trust it. Um, don't put sensitive information into a website unless you see that the site is secure. Mm-hmm. Google does a pretty good job when you actually go to Google Chrome. It actually says in the upper left-hand corner of the web of the uh, hyperlink, bra- uh, yep. hyperlink bar, it says not secure. Yep. If the site doesn't say secure and if it doesn't show, like, green behind the uh, 
the hyperlink bar, mm-hmm. don't type any secure information into that page. Never trust pirated apps and media. You know, mm-hmm. somebody's like, yo, bro, him, I got that new Infinity War movie. <laughs> uh, yep. It, just, just go to this website and type it in, and you're going to have like Infinity War for free. Don't trust it. Exactly. Chances are you're going to go on that. It's going to download some stuff on your computer, take it all over. So don't trust anything pirated, all right? And I know that's tempting because, I mean, I want the latest and greatest music just like all y'all do, but right. don't do that. Um, and never leave your devices unlocked and unattended, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Get that fingerprint. Right, but just don't pass it out to party like Jen does. <laughs> no, I don't. I just know that can happen. I know, I know. <laughs> and the last thing I'm going to say is um, if you have the opportunity um, for anything that you use, if it gives you the opportunity to use two, two-factor two authentication, Absolutely. do oh, yeah. that. Yes. yes. Do not even hesitate. Turn it on Absolutely. immediately. Yep. I know it's inconvenient. I hated it when I first set it up, but it's great, and it says – Hey, you have to authenticate by you know having something that you uh, that you are, which mm-hmm. is like your biometrics, mm-hmm. um, something you know, which is like a password, and then something you have like your phone or, um, or a smart person. card or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But um, it makes sure that you have two of those things. So it's like, mm-hmm. hey, great, you have the password, but do you also have Beaven's phone? Mm-hmm. Because we're sending or the we're sending a confirmation to Beaven's phone as well. So now now you have to know Beaven's password and have access to his phone his bank account yeah you're right and yeah <laughs> something like that so so anyway, but if you have the opportunity to use two-factor authentication do that use that i know this is a kind of a high level concept for what we talk about on this podcast typically but i think it's important for everyone to understand to be more secure mm-hmm. especially out there on the internet absolutely okay so i was thinking about cryptography with this and it reminds me of 007 oh yeah 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 totally mm-hmm. like you have the or way mission to, impossible yeah <laughs> to <laughs> process and convert ordinary plain text into unintelligible text so that you can't just understand what someone's trying to say you have to actually have a cryptid way to solve that mm-hmm. um Earlier, cryptography was effectively synonymous with encryption, but nowadays, cryptography is mainly based on mathematical theory and computer science practice. Okay. So what do you think about when you hear that? Beaven. What do I think about when I hear about cryptography? Yeah, like mathematical-based theory. Well, the first thing I think about when you talk about this is the episode we did before with Bitcoin. Uh-huh. And that relies heavily on cryptography and mm-hmm. making sure that the people that are communicating with one another are the persons that they're actually say that who they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mathematical equations, that's why I majored in English. I do not know anything about math. <laughs> <laughs> or like your, right. what about you? Oh, well, I work in it um, quite often. So, um, yeah, I when I think about cryptography, I think about, Mainly passwords and things. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, like so, multiple different. Yeah. So, because uh, one of the things that uh, people don't understand when, um, for the applications that I write, and when you give me your password, even I don't have the ability to recover your password. Recover your password. I can give you a new password. Right. I mean, um, I can, you know, wipe it so that we can put a new password in. But it, the the cryptography I use is so complex, mm-hmm. even I can't break. I can't break. Mm-hmm. I write the programs that do right, the, right. the encryption, but exactly. I cannot break it. 
So and yeah. that's the best password. That's the best that's one. Best. So yeah. I remember you talked about your mom having like a very standard password. Yeah, yeah. And then I told her and to you change helped it. Her like right. change it periodically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Add like the symbol, the mm-hmm. uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase numbers. Very yeah. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Numbers. Right. Yeah. That's what this is referring to. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, there's there's actually programs out there like. I use one that's called the VAST where you can actually generate passwords on the fly for certain sites. Because yeah. it mm-hmm. says, we actually at work have taken a course. Everybody was required to take this online course saying, okay, this is how you manage your passwords at work. And this is how you, these are best practices for you to avoid getting your computer hacked. One is never leave your computer turned on. Um, logged in and leave your desk to get coffee or anything or chat mm-hmm. with an employee because anybody can actually go in there and, and hack that information mm-hmm. from you. Right, right. At the same time, using those passwords like you know, numbers, upper and lowercase, rather than one, two, three, because it's more easily penetrated if you have just a simple password in there. Mm-hmm. And I actually have that where every one of my accounts online, and I'm trying to get this done, has a different password that I just have one master lock that I can enter that password and it automatically will ping that info into that website, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Enter that password for me. Once I hit submit, I get a, a record on my phone saying, hey, this person's trying to access this account. Mm-hmm. Is this you? Yes or no, deny. Mm-hmm. So it's just having that extra level of security, that cryptography that you're talking about that can help you secure your information a lot more. And I think that second level of security you're talking about is the most profound because the other you may not know is going on or someone's figuring something out about you. Right. But the minute you are notified someone's trying to get into your Mm -hmm. information, you can stop it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's key in this. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, you should set those, those, um, security measures up mm-hmm. on your phone or yep. on anything that can notify you that actually happened to our company last week one mm-hmm. of our accounts like i manage the social media accounts that are are at my work and one of the accounts actually pinged me and said hey somebody in atlanta georgia is trying to access your account and we're at a state agency i'm like why mm-hmm. is somebody in georgia <laughs> trying to look at this thing so Instantly, it was just like hitting that one button saying deny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good kudos to that, to those folks that have that kind of technology to say, nope, this is not me. Mm-hmm. Done. You are out of here. So I'm thinking about just like in layman's terms, like all of your credit cards, mm-hmm. any kind of, you know, debit card you have, you get a notification every time it's used. You should set that up. And it's very oh, easy yeah. to do. Right, right. So... It's a very good idea. Sometimes um, it's a pain too. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to no, hijack it's fine. you. But it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, when when my wife has accounts at times, or if we make a big purchase on credit cards, it'll ting, it'll tell us, hey, you've made, you know, two hundred dollar purchase for Target. This was this you, and it's great to have that extra yes, level of I agree. security. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I think that's. That's probably the most common thing that we could encourage all of our listeners to do mm-hmm. is to have something set up in their phone where any kind of purchase is notified through Absolutely. their phone or something like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's to me security. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I do like the idea of, um, you know, something communicating with me, let me know that a purchase has been made. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then I've had a couple instances I made a big purchase and it's gotten denied and then the company calls me mm-hmm. oh yeah and they're like hey we see you're trying to make a purchase blah 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 we just make sure it's you and I'm like yeah it's me I'm trying to make the purchase and like okay we're going to authorize it now yep. tell them to run it through a second time mm-hmm. yes um, and I'm like fine I'm like that's great I mean yeah, I would absolutely. I'd much rather be embarrassed and have it denied but mm-hmm. know that they're monitoring monitoring right. that actively mm-hmm. versus me sitting there um, wondering if there's a possibly somebody could be compromising my account and I'm never made right. aware yeah. And sometimes you know. those denies can be a little scary because you're thinking, oh my gosh, somebody got into my exactly. bank account. Yep. They yep. drained everything I have. Yep. Right. It's reassuring to know that sometimes those denies are just mm-hmm. for your security. Yeah. yeah. So it's common for banks now to say this is unusual for you. Right. This mm-hmm. isn't an area where you typically charge mm-hmm. or you go. Mm-hmm. So we're going to say no right now yep. until we hear from you or we talk to you. Right. And I think sometimes we fear the worst when really it's for the best. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Wholeheartedly. Team, is there anything else we need to cover? Nope. Well, we're going to skip our geek out session. Uh, I think we covered quite a bit in this uh, episode. So, uh, so um, little bits and big bites. We're going to go ahead and call that the end of uh, this week's show. Uh, thank you guys for joining in, and we hope you learned a lot about security and how to be vigilant with your information. Uh, and I think that's kind of the, uh, the the under underlying beat of this uh, episode has just been about stay secure stay secure stay secure keep your information to yourself uh don't put it all out there so the enabler can get to it right so, yeah. <laughs> that's right <laughs> <Curry. laughs> so if you want to reach out to us you can do so on twitter at uh, be bitwise uh facebook at www.facebook.com slash be bitwise and email at podcast at bbitwise.com. Subscribe to us, of course, on your favorite podcast delivery app, Google um, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever you want to use. Um, and if you get the opportunity to take two seconds and give us a, a five-star review because um, we're amazing. We know that. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, for information, of, uh, more information about what we talked about this week, you know, of course, you can go to our website, www.bbitwise.com. And look up our show notes for each episode, and we'll give you all the insider information about the music that I play or the uh, background info about the uh, story topics that we discuss every episode. So, as I say every uh, episode, make sure that you tune in uh, next week. Remember to learn something new each day, and let's Let's all all be be bitwise. Bye, y'all. Bye. See ya. Someone's got to do it.
happened, Rose? <clears throat> Still one of my favorite like little pieces of music I use. Who was the one that that sang that? Uh, Cut Calhoun is the guy's name. All right. Cut. His name is not Cut. Yeah. Cut. Oh, his real name. His mama <laughs> gave him the name Cut. She Cut. did not. No. No, she did no, not. She did. Somebody else gave him Cut. <laughs> his name is not Cut. <laughs> I like the fact that we're having this whole conversation about my man's name, Cut Calhoun. Just like Bon Quiqui. <laughs> bon Quiqui. Her, her real name. did not name her Bon. Uh, you don't think so? Security. 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 Your order's too complex. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I have was said awesome. I haven't said wow. Limp Biscuit in like a minute. Yeah. I forgot no, that was I even. A, to bring it, I haven't <laughs> even thought about that band in like forever. That was a news. Was like, Fred Durst. That was a news report a few days ago on WTKR talking about the top ten worst albums ever. And, and he was one of them was yeah. Limp Biscuit. I can't remember which one of them was. Um, is it uh, the one that had Nookie on it? It did it all for the nookie. The what? The Might nookie. The what? So you could take that cookie. This is going to make it. <laughs> That's definitely an outtake. <laughs> That's definitely going to make it on the outtake. That's what I was going to oh say. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. You don't remember that song, Jen? You remember that song? You don't remember yeah, that song? Yeah, okay. Oh, it up. I, I saw say. you shaking your head, and I was like, wait, what? No, I'm just it? like, oh, 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 to y'all. That was poetry in motion right there. <laughs> yeah. You can do that cookie and stick it up. Little known fact, too. That they actually made a, uh, a theme song for Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible 2 samples. Don't, don't, that was Limp Biscuit. Yes. Take oh, a look around so we can put that, that in Jen's cookies. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Now that you say you that, go. I'm like, yup. Yeah. It's actually a really good song. That was actually pretty good. That was the one with the train, right? When they were on the train and they were trying to stop all no, the... No, that was the first one. <laughs> Second one was with uh, John Wu directing it oh, with, the, with the doves yes. lying around and all the He always got doves. It was like a yeah. you know, face-off with uh, yeah, exactly. John Travolta. With the and, uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you when go. When doves cry? <laughs> <laughs> when they hear Limp Biscuit, they do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm never going to put anything in the episode... Yeah, you would. That makes, Don't even finish that statement. That makes y'all yeah, look. That makes y'all. Sorry, I keep feeling like <laughs> I'm kicking you and everything. Um, but I would never let anything go through in this episode that would make either of you guys look right, right, like, right. foolish. Yes, you no. would. And when? You no. When? The one I texted Name. you guys, I was like, I looked like a freaking idiot. Oh, when? my. When? No. I was too intoxicated at that one. Wait, no. See, I remember I you remember saying that. I remember. I don't remember what episode it was, but I remember like you texting. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, my no. God. Don't let me talk again. No. Wait, what? I remember her. Sorry, I remember her texting, guy. but when I listened to it, I was like, "I have never." What is she talking? Listen to an episode of me like, "Oh my gosh, she fell off Jen. that wagon." <laughs> she forgot she to go to AA to that weekend. Benefit we have, uh, man. We only have one benefit. She did not utilize it. <laughs> That's right. Our benefit. Package. That's right. Right. <laughs> be bitwise and be sober. Good people. That's right. Mm. Oh, man. We got this. Mm.